Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. If lately you just haven't been feeling challenged or excited, motivated, if you just don't feel fulfilled or proud, or maybe you're feeling stuck, it might just be time to make some changes. Have you become complacent? Or am I still that person? Is this who I was supposed to be? Is there more for my life? We all want a good life, we all want to be comfortable, but is it possible you become too comfortable? Is that a bad thing? How do you know if you're stuck? How do you know if you need to reinvent yourself? Well, if that's what you're trying to figure out or if you know for a fact you need to do something new, you need to reinvent yourself, this episode is for you. Hey, my name's Shaleen Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me today here on The Shaleen Show. This message from one of my Instagram followers is the inspiration behind today's episode. So when I got this message, which I get often, I thought about how to respond in the most honest way possible. And here's what I said back. Nope, I'm just not a one chapter kind of girl. I want to live a 10 part trilogy kind of life. I loved working as a waitress. I loved being a paralegal. I loved selling cars. I loved teaching fitness. But once you learn all you need to learn, it's time to evolve. Fear keeps people stuck. They hold onto the haircut for decades, the job, that old identity. Maybe it's because they think that's as good as life is gonna get. I've actually done many amazing things and had amazing experiences in my life. That was just one chapter but I can't wait to see what's next. It's impossible to write the next chapter of your life if you're afraid to live it. The reaction to my reply was really powerful. Like so many of you were like, that's what I need to hear. I'm stuck and I'm holding on to an identity. I'm holding on to a life. I'm holding on to what it was I was doing 15 years ago or 10 years ago or even 20 years ago. And I'm so afraid to move on, to change, like to let go of that identity, but yet I'm, I'm also depressed. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I fit in in the world if I'm not who I once was. Or am I still that person? Do I need to change? Like, I heard from so many of you that this is the thing that you're struggling with, that you, you just feel the sense that like, I think I need to change, but do I? Like, is this who I was supposed to be? Is there more for my life? Okay, so I've put together a list of 10 questions and I want you to think about these questions and either answer yes or no if this applies to you, all right? And, and this is gonna help you to figure out maybe you should stay right where you are. Like maybe, I mean, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing that says that everyone has to like constantly be evolving and growing and, and doing something different. Like if you love your life just the way it is, why change? No one says you have to keep up with the Joneses. Yes or no? I'm gonna ask you 10 questions. So if you're listening to this episode on whatever podcast app, just take a moment to bring out a piece of paper like this is important to you. So do some work. I always have my push journal nearby. Take out a pen and a piece of paper and I want you to number on a page one to 10. And then just next to each number, write down either yes or no to the following statement. So number one, I often feel lately unfulfilled, unsatisfied at the end of the day, even if nothing major or nothing bad has happened. 
Number two, I find very little challenge in what I do day to day. It's comfortable. I'm good at it or it's familiar. It's just, it's, it's not a challenge. Number three, I frequently find myself thinking about daydreaming, even fantasizing about what life could look like. I often feel drained, tired, emotionally worn down, even if there isn't a specific reason for me to feel that way. Like I, I didn't have, you know, a terrible day, but I tend to feel kind of drained, tired, uninspired. Number five, do you lack a sense of like true pride and excitement about what you're doing or what your life looks like right now? Number six, do you consistently feel like something is out of alignment, either with your work, your relationships, or just life in general feels out of alignment? Number seven, would you love to do something different, but your fear is you wouldn't be as good at it as the thing that you've always done? In other words, does it scare you a little bit to let go of an identity that you've been associated with to try something new that you might not be that good at? Number eight, are important areas of your life like your mental health, your physical health, taking care of yourself, are, are they things that you are neglectful of right now? Number nine, when you think about doing something different, when you think about making changes, when you think about your life in the next five to 10 years, do you feel almost paralyzed, like stuck, like so overwhelmed by, I don't know what that is. I don't know if I wanna leave where I'm at right now. Like you just feel stuck. And number 10, have you thought about or even made promises in your mind to yourself about the things you're going to do differently or the things you're going to change in the future, but you're also always making excuses why like now is not the time. If you've answered yes to three, just three or more of these questions, it's time to make some changes. And I bet you already knew that. So like, why haven't we? Like, why don't we make changes? Well, let me just start with my own personal experience. When I've resisted making changes, let me give you like a specific, like really kind of silly example. I've parted my hair, done a side part on my hair. I think probably since fourth grade. I've never had a middle part, like since fourth grade. And I remember in fourth grade, I had a middle part and at recess, one of the boys like kicked a kickball at my forehead and I took my fourth grade picture with this big giant goose egg on my forehead. And I don't know if it was like that experience, but like ever since then, I've always worn my hair with a side swoop. It became like part of my identity, literally. Most, almost every video that I got, somebody would comment like, Please explain how you do your bangs. So I started feeling like, oh, this must look really good. This is something that other people want to have, a side swoop bang. I'll meet people and they're like, oh my gosh, I do a side swoop bang because of you. It literally became part of my identity. And then I started to believe that this is how I looked the best. And even though I would have like a hairstylist or a friend or I'd watch like a TikTok video where they're like, oh, all the Gen X people, like they all part their hair on the side. And that would like eh, kind of sting, you know what I mean? And I thought, well, God, could I part my hair down the middle? But I told myself this lie that I look horrible, that I have a huge forehead, that I look much better with my hair parted down the side. And I kept saying that to myself. And then I had a hairdresser who was like, you should style it down the middle just like to change things up. And I thought, yeah, if she says it looks good, like why am I holding on to, like is my hair really an, an identity feature? Does it really say anything about me? Like what's the worst thing that could happen? Maybe I would feel different and guess what? 
I did. <laughs> After I was convinced that, all right, I should part my, and I know this is like really a shallow example, but I want to start with something that like isn't as scary as making like a huge career change. So I watched a few TikTok videos on how to have the wolf cut. I cut my hair myself. I parted it down the middle and I embraced the wolf cut for now. And I'm going to change it again at some point. But can I tell you what happened? Like it took a couple of weeks, but I'm like, I feel like like this is ex like I, I got excited to get ready again. Isn't that weird? I got excited about like my outfits felt different. I felt like I took on like a more confident new persona. Something as simple as changing my hairstyle after 54 years made a huge difference. When we embrace a growth mindset, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about you becoming more, becoming better, becoming improved, evolving. I personally don't think that we, it makes sense to like reinvent yourself. Like when people say to me like, wow, you've always reinvented yourself. I, I don't know why it always bugs me. Cause I'm like reinventing myself. Like what am I, Madonna? Like I haven't reinvented myself. I just keep evolving. I'm not trying to be something new. I'm just trying to be an evolved version of myself. I'm trying to be a better version of myself. I'm trying to be someone who's learned from what I've just done. And I'm excited to learn something new to see where it's going to take me. When we embrace a growth mindset, when we think about the fact that we have the ability to learn new things, to adopt new habits, to take on new skills and to meet new people and to become a better person, like that's being alive. That's growth. That is so fun. That is so exciting. That's how you break out of your rut. That's how you break free from whatever that sadness is. It's not allowing you right now to dream. You can break that up. You can break free from those chains if you just give yourself permission to try something new. Maybe you've considered using CBD to help you to become more relaxed, to deal with anxiety, or to deal with aches and pains. I personally find that CBD combined with a few other really important all natural ingredients for sleep have changed my bedtime routine. But I do wanna mention that there are other ways you can use CBD because it is a natural product to help eliminate inflammation, to help with anxiety, with depression, sleep issues, back pain, joint pain, lots of other solutions. I can't go to bed at night without taking my sleepy gummies. However, you should keep in mind that you get 15% off everything Soul makes when it comes to their CBD products, which are 100% organic. They are made here in the USA. They have zero THC, so you don't have to worry about getting high. And not only is that a claim that they make, they third-party lab test all of their products so you can rest assured that what you're getting is actually what's on the label. But if you're in the United States and you'd like to get 15% off all of the CBD products that they make, including CBD products for your pets, go to getsoul.com forward slash Shaleen. That gives you 15% off. And that 15% is taken at checkout. A lot of you have said, I've added to the cart and I don't see the discounts. It is when you go to checkout that you will see the 15% is automatically taken off the total. Again, that's getsoul.com forward slash Shaleen for 15% off. You can break that up. You can break free from those chains if you just give yourself permission to try something new. Give yourself permission to dream. Give yourself permission to change. That's the growth mindset. And when we embrace a growth mindset, it impacts every area of your life. So yeah, I know it's scary. 
we, we always want to look our best. We want to hold on to our identity. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't, we don't want to be the novice, the newbie. We don't want to fail. We don't fall on our face. We don't like being the person who's like, oh, I'm not good at this yet. We don't like that. But it's, there's always a reward in it. Pain, you know, that pain that, that we experience when there's change, it always comes later with a reward. Always. I mean, I can't think of, of an exception. Well, I can think of a few exceptions, but they are tragic and they relate to things outside of our control. But even in those things, and you might not feel this right now, but like even if you are experiencing the extreme pain of grief, you know that there's also been rewards in it and there are more to come. But for everything else, like, like it's about enhanced learning. It teaches you that you are resilient, that you can do amazing things. It helps you to understand that there's more for you to accomplish. There's more for you to achieve, that you have greater potential. I don't care how old you are. When we grow in that way, it improves our brain. Your brain has the ability to continue to create new synapses, to develop new motivation, to change beliefs, to just be happier. Like, don't you just want to be happier? Like, who doesn't? Like, even the happiest person, wouldn't you just want to be happier and more fulfilled, more content? I think the answer is probably yes. When you do that, that improves your relationships. It improves the ability that you have to impact the world. And when I say the world, I don't mean like, you know, you're going to go on this world tour. I'm talking about when you change your attitude, your beliefs, your energy, it has an impact on everyone who's around you. The people you encounter when you're at the grocery store, it has an impact on the person you're standing next to, even in just your nonverbal communication. It teaches you adaptability. Like you're not done. You have more in you. You have the ability to take on a whole new identity. And I'm not talking about like changing who you are, changing your personality. I'm talking about evolutionary process. Whatever we've done in the past, in my estimation, whatever I'm doing right now is, is at some point going to be the past and it's preparing me to do whatever I'm excited is going to land in front of me and I get to do next. And whatever that thing is that lands in front of me, it's going to be scary and I'm not going to be very good at it. And it's going to create a little bit of anxiety for me to let go of what I was doing. And that's what you need to recognize too. Like being complacent doesn't challenge us. It doesn't require growth. Mastering something to the point where you're like, okay, this is no longer hard. I could do this in my sleep. That's a sign. It's time for you. Not necessarily to let go of that entirely, but to Make that transition to learn something new. Like I said, at one point, I was a paralegal and I was known for that. I was going to be a lawyer. So like th that became my identity. It might be interesting to know that I, I have the Guinness Book of World Records. I hold the record for having starred in the most exercise videos. I've sold tens of millions of exercise programs. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy if you knew that when I decided to learn something new, aside from being a paralegal, I took classes on how to become a fitness instructor. I could not get hired anywhere. It was embarrassing because I there were other things I was really good at. I was good at being a paralegal. I was good at being an entrepreneur. I wasn't good at teaching fitness classes. I was horrible. I couldn't hear the beat. I had one woman who was like, now, you do know you're you're not on the beat, right? I was mortified. And I was also determined to learn how to do it. Because it, even though I, I kind of knew I sucked, 
it was also kind of exciting to have something new to master. Kids aren't afraid to fail. Kids have to be students. They have to learn how to do things. And think about how excited kids get, like how good it feels when they learn to ride a bike or when they learn to tie their own shoes and the pride that they feel. But yeah, there's some crying and temper tantrums and you know frustration when we're learning something new and we're kids. But ultimately, you feel that sense of pride and accomplishment. You know that there's more that you can do. And that's what I felt when I finally was like, okay, not everyone in the room is leaving. People are actually, I'm, I'm teaching this class and not everyone has left. There's six people who stayed. And then soon there were 10 people stayed. And then there were 15 people stayed. Then there was 30 people who were regularly taking my class. And then before long, I had a line of people that went around the building before I taught my 430 class at Aliso Viejo 24-Hour Fitness. Like a line of people. There was 100 people that would fit in that room. Me, the person who at one point couldn't get hired anywhere because I sucked so bad at it. But I just kept doing it and doing it until I got so good. And then my next challenge was like, okay, could I do this on video? And I was horrible, absolutely horrible. Like the first time I did a consumer video, the director literally yelled, cut. And she's like, um, what are you doing? I'm like, a fitness video, I guess. And she's like, what? why are you talking like that? It was like total imposter syndrome. And what I had done is I'd watched all the videos of like all the greats of like some of y'all too, too young to know any of these people, but like, you know, Richard Simmons and uh, Jane Fonda, Jen Miller. Do you guys remember Jen Miller, Step Aerobics? Denise Austin. And I, I, I studied all of their videos. And then when I got on camera, I was like, hi, my name's Shalene Johnson. And I, I did this like, you know, I tried, I was trying to pretend to be one of them. And the director was just like, girl, just be yourself. I was like, oh, there's a concept. Do I still phase my diet? So you remember I wrote the book 131 Method and that eventually evolved into what we called phase it up. Phase it up is this concept. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but I feel like I probably even need to do an updated podcast on that topic. So drop me a comment wherever you're listening to this. Let me know if, do you want me to go into depth on diet phasing? I can. The answer is yes. I do phase my diet and I think it's very important to phase your diet. And one of the things that was hard for a lot of people like myself when we were traveling is to, you know, kind of eat in whatever phase I was on. Like, so maybe that's keto or maybe we're doing more plant-based or maybe we're doing intermittent fasting where we're, we're not eating in the morning. Like all these different phases and it's very difficult sometimes to shift your thinking and the way that you're shopping, etc. One of the things we found to be super helpful is to use a food delivery service. I did my research and I'm telling you, after hearing about this company on a different podcast, I'm like, all right, well, I'll try that one too. And hands down the best, greenchef.com. Okay. So I know I've talked about this in the past, but if you have ever thought like, okay, we need to change the way that we're eating, it almost trains you to know like what portion sizes should look like and what does a meal based on whatever it is, whether you want to become or phase your diet to become more vegetarian, like I said, or Mediterranean, you can do that with Green Chef. And despite the myths that it's super expensive, it's actually not. You're actually going to waste far less food and ultimately, like, what is your health worth to you, right? Okay, so here's a really cool thing. Because Green Chef has agreed to become a sponsor for the show, they're giving lifers 50% off. I know, kind of insane. So go to greenchef.com forward slash Shalene 50. 
okay? Now, don't forget to use code Shaleen50 because that's going to give you your 50% off. So you have to go to the link and you have to enter the code. All right. So the link is greenchef.com forward slash Shaleen50. The code is also what? Shaleen50. And as you know, that gets you 50% off. Try it. You are going to love it. It's the number one meal kit for eating well. I was trying to pretend to be one of them. And the director was just like, girl, just be yourself. I was like, oh, there's a concept. I I sucked at it at first. I had to take feedback. I had to get better at it. And it was really hard and it was exhausting and it was mentally and emotionally and physically just so draining because I knew I wasn't good at it. It took everything that I had. But then I got to a place where I was like, I could do this in my sleep. I've learned everything I need to learn. And it no longer challenges me. And it no longer feels like it's in alignment with who I am. It no longer feels like to be in consumer fitness videos. And if you don't know that story, I'm going to link to it below this episode. And you can watch it on YouTube where I shared my personal story of why it was I I moved on. I evolved from being somebody who was in consumer fitness videos because I knew there were new things I wanted to learn. There were new things I wanted to explore. I wanted to get better at. I wanted to teach other people how to start a business. I wanted to understand like how can I help people change their mindset? How do I help people overcome these blocks that they have around money, around the beliefs they have about their potential? That's what I want to do. I'd already figured out how to help people lose weight. I could teach fitness classes and, and, and do workouts on DVDs in my sleep. It was no longer challenging and it no longer aligned with me. I was no longer, you know, those 10 questions I asked you right in the beginning, when I went through those 10, yeah, I would have answered yes to probably eight of them. That's how I knew it was time to move on. And it's, it's challenging because when you move on, you're still going to get people saying like, hey, don't you miss fill in the blank? And I would just say, I think back on those memories fondly and it prepared me to do what I'm doing today. But you can't move forward if you're always looking in the rearview mirror. You can't write your next chapter if you're afraid to leave the one that you're in. And you've got this incredible life. I mean, this is your life and you're writing it. And you don't want your life story to be like one chapter. You want a 10-part trilogy. You're like, okay, Shaleen, I know. Hello, I, I know I need to do this, but how? All right, so let's talk about that. First, you have to have the motivation to do it. And I feel like you you do. I feel like you're getting it. You're like, yeah, I, I'm there and I want to do this and I know I need to do this. I just am not quite sure how. So the first thing you have to do is just keep letting that motivation swell. Number two thing you have to do is stop making excuses. You have to literally stop saying, but I don't know how. Just stop saying that because yeah, you do. J- j- it's called living. It's called doing scary things. It's called experimenting. Do you know how to experiment? Do you know how to do something that you're not good at? You do? Okay. Well, now just think of something that you're like, I've always kind of wanted to try that or become that or do that, but I am a little afraid. Because that's what growth is about. Growth is about not being good at something, figuring it out and enjoying the process. That's the journey. It's not failure. Like that's, I don't even know if that's a real, is that even a real word? Is failure even a word? It isn't when it comes to human development. It's just experimentation. And you have to recognize that like, okay, I'm not gonna be good at some of the things that I want to do. And that's okay, it doesn't make me less of a human. If people no longer think of me as a fill in the blank 
whatever, the bus driver, the teacher, the turbo girl, the athlete, the the mom, like that doesn't make you less of a human. God put you on this planet, not for one purpose, for many purposes. Like I hate the notion that we have one purpose. We don't. Your purpose is to figure out whatever, you know, you're in the middle of, get good at it, and then help other people with that and then move on to the next thing. I've had a million purposes in my lifetime already. And I have probably 10 more, hopefully 100 more that I don't even know about yet because they haven't been shown to me. But whatever I'm doing right now, I know is part of God's plan. He's preparing me for the next thing that's going to be something I'm passionate about and I'm going to be able to help people with. But I've we have so many purposes. Our whole life is filled with purposes. So many. I don't who who started this whole like myth that there's only you only have one purpose. You you don't you have many. So in order to accomplish and be ready for that next thing, you have to embrace it. You're not going to be great at some things. You also have to recognize what's going on with you holding on to that identity. Let go of that identity. Let go of that hairstyle. You sometimes have to let go of all the comfort. And comfort's not a bad thing, unless it is. So again, that's your decision. If you answered a lot of those questions at the beginning of this episode in the affirmative, then it's not a good thing, that's for sure. And it's time to make some changes. One of the things that keeps us really stuck is the people in our lives. When everybody around you is still doing the same thing, guess what? You don't think you need to change. I still, how do I say this without offending people? There are people who I will go back to see them or visit them. And and maybe it's something I was once doing. And it's shocking to me that like that's still their identity. It's 20 years later and they're still doing the same thing in front of the same people and they could do it in their sleep. And it's just, it's like, it's like riding a bike. And I think to myself, wow, they're so talented. And so they've got so much potential. And I don't want to say they're wasting it there, but there's, there's just more they could be doing. So is that you? Is there more you could be doing? Is there more you could explore, you could expand? And again, it doesn't mean you have to grieve and let go of something in the past, but it's also okay if you want to do that. That's what I did. Like just leaving the fitness industry. I I didn't leave fitness entirely. I just, I learned what I needed to learn and wanted to move on. And it helped prepare me, like the the teaching and being able to break things down for people and leading a group, like all of that other life prepared me for what it is I do today. You know, and then I mastered podcasting. I could podcast in my sleep. It was so easy. I could just plug in a microphone and just start talking. But then I realized I want to master YouTube and I got to figure this out. And you know what? about a year ago when I started decided to do this, it sucked. I, I couldn't figure it out and I kept experimenting with it and things I would misstep and the videos didn't do well. I, I just, I could not figure it out, it was hard. I didn't like that feeling, I didn't like the feeling of not being good at it. So I just kept trying and trying and hiring coaches and listening to people and listening to people who had figured it out. And, and that's my next tip for you is, whatever is that thing that you're like, I'd like to do that but I don't know how, I don't even know where to start get a coach, hire an expert. That's what I did. I hired a couple of experts and I talked to people who were really, really good at YouTube videos. I'm like, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what I need to know. Tell me how I can get better at this. And our 
channel, my YouTube channel has blown up. I think it's increased by, I, I don't know, it's over a thousand percent. To have a thousand percent increase is exciting. That's growth. You know, so you can teach an old dog new tricks. I ain't no old dog. I'm a young, cute puppy. I get messages all the time that say like, I need to start over or I need to reinvent myself. No, you're not reinventing yourself and you're not starting over. You're starting right from where you are with like all the experience that you already have. Like you're not new to this planet. We haven't like wiped your life slate clean. You know, maybe you've just gone through a divorce or maybe your kids have just left the nest and now you're an empty nester or maybe you are a, a widower and it, it feels like you're starting over, but you're not starting over. You're starting from where you are and you've accomplished so much. I mean, look at your success rate. It's 100%. You have survived 100% of everything that you've been through. And a lot of those things were really painful and really challenging and really scary and you didn't know what you were doing and you survived. And you su you didn't just survived, you thrived, you succeeded. Okay, I know you've seen this ad on TV. It is so memorable. It's a woman basically who's telling you how to use a deodorant stick in your nether regions, if you know what I mean. And when you watch this ad, you won't forget it because you feel like you're watching like an Instagram or a TikTok. I love organic ads, by the way basically user-generated content, it was enough to inspire me to check out Lumi. Now, Lumi is a company that makes a whole body deodorant. It just makes sense. Like, I don't sweat under my arms. I don't know if you do. My thing is, I wanted a deodorant that was safe. And Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered by doing clinical testing that it's not the vagina, it's not necessarily your underarms that make people smell, it's an imbalance in your pH levels. So she created this very uniquely formulated pH balanced deodorant that's aluminum free, it's safe to use on your skin, and it's clinically proven to help you control odor, are you ready for this, for up to 72 hours. And I can tell you from personal experience that 72 hours claim is legit. Personally, I would recommend you check out the starter pack and they've got a great deal for listeners of the Shaleen show. You get $5 off the starter pack when you use code Shaleen and you go to lumideodorant.com. So you can use it just about anywhere to help fight odor. And let's face it, if you live in your yoga tights all day, if you marinate in them, this is just a good idea. And remember, as a new customer to Lumi, you get $5 off your starter pack when you use code Chalene and go to lumideodorant.com. I can't wait to hear what you think about this stuff. I think you're going to love it. Again, it's lumideodorant.com and don't forget to use code Chalene. You didn't just survive, you thrived, you succeeded. You're just starting something new, but you're not starting over. You're not reinventing yourself. We're not making a whole new person. We're just evolving. You're growing. Now, let me give you some action steps. Number one, I want you to sit down with a pen and a piece of paper. You know, you probably already got that because you wrote down your list of one to 10. But now what I want you to do is just jot down some notes of some things. The first thing that came to mind when I started talking about like, have you been holding on to that for too long? Is it a haircut? Is it a house that you're living in? Is it a car? Is it an identity? Is it a job? Is it your nails? Oh my gosh, you guys, another shallow story. You've seen my past videos. Like I have the queen length nails usually, right? And I have considered them part of my identity. Part of my brand is having these ridiculously, ridiculously long nails. I know. 
And I've always joked about like, oh, it's just who I am. You know, like Dolly Parton, she's got the long nails, like, I, you know, clink, clink, clink. They're queen length. And, and everybody always was like, that's the joke that they would make. They would say like, that's part of my identity. I had them when I was teaching fitness classes, like everything, these long nails, right? And I don't know, someone recently was like, why do you have those long nails? And I thought, you know what? What would hurt if I changed them? What would happen? Is it really my identity? No, nails aren't my identity. So I went short. I know some of you guys are like, what? Those aren't short. Yes, they are. I haven't had my nails this short since I was like 16. It's a big deal. And I'm getting used to it because change is good. Change is exciting. Change is weird, but change is growth. Number two, I want you to talk to people around you. If you're like, I don't even know what new thing I could do. I want you to talk to people around you who know you and love you and they, they know all the things they know about your potential. And I want you to zip it, www.zipit.com. When they have suggestions for you, I don't want you to say, no, I don't think so. You really, I don't want you to say any of that. I want you to zip it and just write those things down and sleep on it, embrace it, think about it, dream on it, visualize it. What's the harm? You shutting people down when they give you ideas is just your negative beliefs talking. That's just you telling yourself a lie. Well, tell yourself a better lie. Actually, tell yourself to zip it. And if you don't have people in your life that'll do that for you, because you're making that excuse, then hire yourself a therapist. I was speaking to a family member recently who shall remain nameless, who let's just say is much, much older and was in that state where she knew or believed that life was done. Like, I'm not, there's nothing more. There's like, there's nothing more to learn. I'm too old to do this, to do that. Like all the excuses, all the excuses. And family, we've all been trying to tell like, you could do this, you could do that. You could do all these amazing things, right? And she just couldn't hear it from us. But she's been working with this therapist and recently she was like, you know what my therapist suggested? I should be writing a book. And I could tell it sparked excitement in her. Why not? Sometimes you need to hear the message from somebody else. So if you, you just don't want to hear it from your friends and family members, or maybe they just aren't the best at giving you advice, invest in using a therapist. What would be the harm? Even just one session to talk about the possibility of growth and helping you to uncover the areas where you've got growth potential. Listen, understanding what it is you really want and what is possible takes continuous reflection, like self-reflection. You, you really have to think about what it is you want and you have to be self-aware enough to recognize why you're afraid because fear will keep us stuck. Fear keeps us in this place where it's like, okay, I'm not going to be judged. I have this identity. I, I'm, I still know my importance. I know my role. That's fear. And again, if that's okay, if it's comfortable for you, then you don't need to change and evolve. But if you answered yes, to a lot of those questions at the beginning, I think you and I both know that there's so much more growth in front of you. There's so much more potential that you could be experiencing. You are a powerful person. The key, however, is taking action, taking action with the thoughts that you're having, like something motivated you to watch this message. This isn't about like turning your life upside down tomorrow. This isn't about like quitting your job, changing your identity, shaving your head. Like. I it's just about making small changes and doing little uncomfortable things like one day at a time. It's building the courage to face fear because we all have fear. It's about finding the courage to change. And in order to have courage, you have to have fear, right? 
and we all have fear. We all fear the unknown. We all fear uncertainty. That's normal. But what takes a special kind of person is saying, yeah, but I'm not going to die from it. It's not going to kill me. I can always go back. Right? I, I could always go back and teach fitness classes or do workout videos again, but I don't think I will because I took that chance. I lived with the uncertainty. I lived with that period of time when things sucked and I moved on and I'll continue to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Have a plan that isn't too scary, but I want you to give yourself permission to dream and to, I want to give yourself permission to suck at something you want to master. And I want you to notice how much pride and confidence you get as you build that strength, as you build that new skill. I'm proud of you because I know you're going to do this. And I'm excited to hear about the journey. I think a great place to start is by listening to The Shaleen Show. So, you know, you're, you're in the right hands. But your next step is to take action. So do me a favor right now. Go to YouTube. Under the YouTube video that I did for this episode, leave a comment and let us know, let the world know what thing you're going to do next. Maybe it's just changing your hair color. Maybe it's cutting your nails short. Or maybe it's changing careers, writing a book, adopting a child, getting back into the dating scene, going back to school, starting your own YouTube channel. I don't know what it is, but we want to know. So tell us in the comments. Thank you so much for joining me here on The Shalene Show. I release episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays. If you love this kind of content, I encourage you to subscribe. Make sure you're subscribed. And thank you for leaving a review on whatever podcast app you are listening to. If you want more of the personal stuff behind the scenes, the stuff that's like not so much personal growth, but more like my personal diary, you can check out my Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash The Shalene Show, and I would love to have you. All right, guys, I love you, I mean it, and I'll talk to you soon. 